Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. Supreme Court tasks Mullapiriyar panel to monitor dam until apex safety body is set up. Dilip conspiracy case, police arrest cyber expert Sai Shankar from Andhra Pradesh. Heavy rain, yellow alert for five Kerala districts on Saturday. Silver line is pinarized project. Center yet to give nod, says CPM General Secretary Sitaram Yachuri. RBI cuts GDP growth forecast to 7.2%. Interest rates unchanged. Let's get into the details. The Supreme Court on Friday directed the Supervisory Committee on the Mullapiriyar Dam to continue its operations till the National Dam Safety Authority, as envisaged by the Dam Safety Act 2021, comes into effect. The court endorsed the functioning of the supervisory committee and remarked that it was working well. It expanded the committee by adding one technical member each from Kerala and Tamil Nadu. The court has allowed two weeks to see this expansion complete. The directives and recommendations of the committee should be complied with by both sides, the Apex Court said. A progress report is to be submitted to the court on May 7, 2022. The Supervisory Committee was constituted by the Supreme Court in 2014 to monitor the safety arrangements of the 126-year-old dam. The Court has also directed the sender to expedite the matters concerning the setting up of the National Dam Safety Authority. The Kerala police team probing a murder conspiracy involving popular actor Dilib on Friday arrested a cyber expert who is an accused in the case. The crime branch sleuths arrested Sai Shankar from Andhra Pradesh. Shankar, arraigned as the seventh accused in the case, has helped Dilib erase some crucial data from his phone, according to the police. He is slapped with charges of tampering with evidence. The police had earlier this month filed a report arraigning Sai Shankar as an accused before the Alua Magistrate Court. The investigators zeroed in on Sai Shankar following a forensic finding that a computer used by him was synced with one of the phones used by the other accused. The Kerala High Court had on March 22nd rejected an anticipatory bail plea moved by Sai Shankar, saying as on date he had only been summoned as a witness by the police. Justice Gopinath P. further said that Sai Shankar is primarily accused of deleting 12 WhatsApp messages from the actor's phone and which, according to the petitioner, only amounted to destruction of evidence, which is a bailable offence. The Indian Meteorological Department has sounded a yellow alert for Thiruvananthapuram, Kollam, Patanamthitta, Kotem, and Idiki on Saturday as isolated heavy rainfall is likely in these districts. Friday saw the central and southern parts of the state receiving heavy rainfall. Thiruvananthapuram, Kollam, Patanamthitta, Alapura, Kotem, Ernakulam, and Idiki districts were under yellow alert. The state received 48% excess rainfall from April 1st till Thursday. Most of the districts received above normal rainfall. So far, Patanamdita has received 20 cm of rainfall, which is 99% higher than normal. Meanwhile, the IMD has withdrawn the warning that the cyclonic circulation over the Bay of Bengal could intensify into a depression. CPM General Secretary Sitaram Yachuri has once again publicly rejected Chief Minister Pinarayi Vijayan's stance on the Silver Line issue. While briefing the media on the sidelines of the party congress here, Yachuri said the party's stance on the holding of environmental impact studies was applicable to all mega-projects, including the Silver Line project. 
He said the chief minister's assertion that the state government would go ahead with the project was an expression of the desire of the chief minister, his government and the LDF. This does not mean that the project has received the central government's nod. Yachuri's latest salvo comes at a time when it was being reported in the media that Pinarayi chose to speak about the Silver Line project in his welcome speech at the inaugural session to give a feeling that he had the backing of the party congress on the matter. However, the party's national leadership is of the view that when the environmental impact assessment is conducted, a compulsory public hearing should be held for the project-affected people. Yachuri said that the party had the same opinion everywhere in India. He also threw indirect hints that the party had not taken a final call on the Silver Line project. Yachuri reiterated his earlier stance that everyone should wait until the survey proceedings of the project are over. The Reserve Bank of India on Friday kept borrowing costs unchanged at a record low for the 11th time in a row in a bid to continue supporting economic growth despite inflation edging higher in the aftermath of Russia's war in Ukraine. RBI's six-member monetary policy committee voted to hold the benchmark repurchase or the repo rate at 4%, Governor Shakti Das said. The panel decided to stick to an accommodative stance while focusing on withdrawal of accommodation to ensure that inflation remains within the target going forward while supporting growth. As it now anticipates a much faster rise in inflation than earlier, the inflation forecast has been raised to 5.7% for the fiscal that started on April 1st, up from its 4.5% estimate in February. The RBI also lowered the economic growth forecast to 7.2% for the current 2022-23 fiscal from the previous outlook of 7.8%. This compares to real GDP growth of 8.9% in 2021-2022. Stating that the economic activity is barely above pre-pandemic levels, but continues to steadily recover, Das said the central bank will engage in a gradual withdrawal of liquidity over a multi-year time frame beginning this year. Now let's check out the COVID update. India logged 1,109 new COVID cases on Friday, pushing the overall tally to 4 crore 30,33,067, while the active cases dipped to 11,492. The death toll climbed to 5,21,573 with 43 more fatalities, according to the Union Health Ministry. While the daily positivity rate was recorded at 0.24%, the weekly positivity rate stood at 0.23%. That brings us to the end of this episode. Be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose.